you're locked into another episode of the Reasons of the Whole podcast. <laughs> locked in and Arnold Reasons. He changed it up. I had to change it up. I think we've been going for, this is what, episode 91, bro? 91. Oh, Sometimes my gosh. Are you sure? But you didn't warn people that change was coming. You just dropped change in randomly. Like Sometimes it be like that, bro. Wow. Okay. you got to have those basketball legs. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I think you said it on an episode before. Did I? Where it's like, oh, you know you're on the train and it's moving. And you just yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I understand. You need to adapt, otherwise you get crossed. It's true that ankles <laughs> get broken. It's not a good place to be on the floor looking up. Mummy, what happened? What happened? I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> but um, earlier this week, I was. I think I might have been listening to a either a sermon or audio Bible. I can't remember what it was. Hmm. And the reference to the creator as Jaira came up. Right? Okay. And and I think the the context was just completely nothing to do with where my thoughts went. But I then decided to look at the scriptures and I looked up one of the early references in Genesis chapter 22 where it comes up and it says it's Abraham depending which version you read it says and Abraham called the name of that place the name of the most high Jireh as it is said to this day, in the mount of the Lord it shall be seen. And what stood out to me as I was reading the verse yeah. and looking at the verses around it was the fact that he at that point made the reference to him as Jaira following a very challenging experience which is when he took his son hmm. from his child mm-hmm. to be sacrificed. And the creator intervened and provided a sacrifice so that he didn't have to sacrifice his son. Okay. I feel like so, you're going somewhere. I feel like you're cryptic. What is going on? So I'm about to break it down. <laughs> okay, every everybody put on your seatbelts because Arnold is about to take us on a journey. Because if you could see his face right now, yeah, Arnold's face is like there's this sly little smirk, and I'm out here looking like I don't know where he's going, but we're about to go know, somewhere. So buckle up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because you know what, this is I've even got to put my safety belt on as well because this is I think a buckle up for all of us. Because what I really started to reflect on was how, like. There's, there's so much we may say or express about how well we want to know him. Mm, oh, but gosh. Now I, now I know where you're going. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, <laughs> now I know where you're going. I've had some days to simmer on it. <laughs> but the cost of coming to know him as Jaira hmm. came from hmm. a very hmm. challenging situation, hmm. right? It wasn't that he just woke up one day and he's like, oh, Jaira, look at that. No, now. it's not because he looked <laughs> around. Like at... But bro, think about this, yeah? Abraham was rich. He was rich, rich. Yeah? So yeah. he had seen God's provision 
everywhere. He could literally yeah. wake up in the morning, look out at all his sheep, all his cows, all his yeah. stuff, and go, gyra, provider. But that wasn't when he yeah. really yeah. felt it. Yeah. Hmm. And so I think the question that it really led me to start thinking about, hmm. which I thought would be a good kind of steer for one of these episodes, hmm. was what are you willing to go through hmm. to know him intimately? Like, what is it that we're willing to, what, what roads, what paths are we willing to walk in order to know him in certain ways that maybe many people don't mm. and and as you know bro offline <laughs> we haven't spoken mm. about on the podcast but there's a reason mm. why i'm all up in this whole mm -hmm. season like <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and in, in a time to come we may talk about it on the podcast but but these are the things that i've been really starting to think about because even using the example of somebody like a, an abraham right he knowing that he had so much mm. abundance mm. he still in that moment had to be humbled mm. in a sense to not make the mistake of thinking that because of the abundance that he's had he's able to provide in order to make things work whatever way it's going to happen or start mm. thinking like okay i'm going to sacrifice this one and i'm going to go back with my wife and i'm going to have another one that's going to replace this one. it wasn't like that there was nothing coming from a place of Mm -mm. him relying on his no previous experiences previous and present abundance that he has had there was nothing to do with that mm -hmm. but what we see in the scriptures i think it's in hebrews where it unpacks it a little bit more and speaks about how essentially he believed that the most high would res resurrect had the power to resurrect his son yeah. essentially and that's what caused him to go through But he was willing to make the sacrifice. Come on. And and it's interesting because in his mind, he was making a sacrifice, but he wasn't really making a sacrifice. Because he's like, Yes, I will kill Isaac. And that is where you're willing to sacrifice. But he firmly believed that God could or would, I don't remember what the language is, raise him from yeah. the dead. So in that way he's like, Yeah, I know it's gone, but it's not gone. Yeah, because yeah. God has promised this and if God has promised this through Isaac then that means he must still be there to do it something must happen so he's sacrificing but he's not because he's not believing that it's going to be the end mm. and that's what's interesting is what are we willing to sacrifice in the moment mm. not knowing how it's going to come back to us or better to us in that way mm. <clears throat> And I think even that example, like one of the things that it really brought to the forefront in my thoughts is how, imagine that this is the promised child like that they've been waiting for for however long. Years, now. decades. And after waiting all that time to finally experience this promise, mm. to then spending several years actually living in it and experiencing it, mm. to then still in that moment be willing to lay it down mm. because what I think happens naturally 
is you become attached, right? 100%. Like, if I've been waiting, bro, to enjoy, to experience the the land flowing with milk and honey, mm. and after waiting several years to experience it, I've now been experiencing it for several years as well. Mm. Like, I ain't trying to give it up. <laughs> and And the thing is, right, is that the way that God set the expectation with yeah. Isaac was not like, okay, I'm going to give you a son for 10 years and then you are <laughs> going to have to give him up. It was like, no, it's like, this is the promised child, yeah. right? This is like, you're, you're imagining Isaac being there forever. Isaac is going to outlive me because he is going to be the father of all these, like, so there was no, there was no expectation that you're going to have to give him up. So you, why wouldn't you grow attached? Absolutely. Absolutely. The verse in Hebrews it says By faith from verse 17 Hebrews 11 By Hmm. faith Abraham when he was tested Offered up Isaac and he who had received the promises was in the act of offering up his only son, of whom it was said, through Isaac shall mm. your offspring be made. Mm. He considered that God was able even to raise him from the dead, from which, figuratively speaking, he did receive him back. You know, I'm seeing something that I don't think I've seen before looking at those verses. What's that? But it's the point that there's a reference yeah. to the promise that through Isaac shall your offspring be made. Yes. And at that point, like, Isaac hasn't reproduced anything. <laughs> you know? So it's like, I can now see the, the reliance on the original promise yeah and how that would influence yeah. his exactly belief. his his belief that because nothing's happened yet there's no yeah. there's no <laughs> there's no grandchildren yeah, i've yeah, i've yeah, barely yeah, just yeah. got this child so how is the promise going to be fulfilled if i give that up and that's where he's like no something something else must happen mm. if god has said it it has to happen something has to be different and it takes that outside of the box thinking right yeah because like in the box thinking is okay this is what i was promised okay now i'm being told to sacrifice him Mm. well then i can't sacrifice him that must not be the creator speaking to me Mm. do you get what i'm saying you can start questioning and doubting and causing all sorts of things to influence you to to disbelieve but it sounds like abraham didn't even go there it sounds like he went straight to well if god gave me the promise and he's telling me to do this. Something else is going to... Like, he, it sounds like he didn't even go yeah. to, is it even you, God? He was like, okay, cool. Absolutely. Like, because he knew God. He knew the voice of God. There was no, mm. is that me? Is that mm. someone? No. He, he knew God. He was like, yeah, yeah, no, mm. that's God. He didn't... <laughs> well, I don't know. It doesn't say that he doubted it, but it doesn't seem like he did. It just sounds like God said he did. He was a bit cryptic to his son on the way up the mountain because also, bro, they, they went up a whole mountain. It's not like... <laughs> it's not like a hill. This was like up a mountain. Like, how big is that mountain that he went up? How many days did that take him to get up the mountain? 
that wasn't conversations. exactly it doesn't sound like a two-hour journey it's just yeah and i think when it comes down to it it's like are we willing to give those things over to god to see what he provides I'm trying to think of can you think of people in the Bible who God told them to give something up who we spoke about <laughs> the verse that we referred to one of the verses we referred to in the last um, episode which one about he who basically tried to save his life we'll lose it yeah but that again talks about you are willing to lose something so god saves it and yeah. you know there's that verse that talks about you know is there anybody who will give up like houses wives family or whatever who will not receive it back let me get this so that i'm not i'm not butchering this verse and it's basically what i took from it um is and they will receive it back in this land and any everyone who has given up houses or brothers or sisters or fathers or mother or children or property for my sake will receive a hundred times as much in return and will inherit eternal life right that's matthew nineteen twenty nine. right so it's kind of like even if it looks like you're giving it up you're going to get it back and more so in in abraham giving up isaac did he not receive isaac more than a hundredfold bro bro I, I like this is something that goes to the core of the gospel message we say we believe mm. it's resurrection power right mm. the savior was resurrected so that we too would have the hope of being resurrected on the other side of eternity mm. right and And, and I guess if we really do believe like if we really really do believe hmm. that we will be resurrected on the other side of eternity hmm. and that that power really does like live within him then how much more some of these things that we look at as the most important things in this life hmm. is he able to resurrect because when he resurrects he doesn't just no. all right i'm going to bring you back and it's just it's the same as it was before it, no, it's, it's, better. Back better. it's better it's better right? it's better hmm. so that verse is also in mark and it says truly truly i tell you jesus replied no one who has left home or brothers or mother or sister or father or children or fields for me and the gospel will fail to receive a hundred times as much in this present age homes brothers sisters mothers children and fields along with persecutions which is a bit no one else likes and in the age to come <laughs> eternal life <laughs> you know yep i almost didn't read it now i'm joking that would be that would be very wrong you need to know what it comes with <clears throat> But, but yeah, I think it's, it's, it's so interesting. Um, 
how God is a God who restores. He's a God who repays. He's a God of restitution. So I don't think there's ever anything that God is going to ask you to give up that you won't get back so much more from it. But if you hold it, that thing will not be enough to sustain you. And reread that verse again. The Mark one, the Mark version. Yeah, yeah. Um, Truly I tell you, Jesus replied, no one who has left home or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or fields for me and the gospel interestingly enough it didn't say wife or husband just saying will fail to receive a hundred times as much in this present age homes brothers sisters mothers children and fields along with persecutions and in the age to come eternal life so this does not mean go leave your wife this is not what that verse is saying please please brother brother sister out there who's hearing this that is not what we are saying wife was not in this one just saying but yeah how would you define persecution mm. maybe even look it up on the strongs i think that's a much better idea than me trying to figure it out <laughs> yeah. sorry the the luke the luke version did say wives but the uh the mark version did not so i'm very intrigued by that um, <laughs> uh, in the Strong's persecution yeah. Yeah, is described as and it doesn't just say persecution it said persecutions Shins. multiple yeah. it just says persecution um, to persecute ensue follow after suffer press forward Because the thought that came to my mind is persecutions will come when you choose to believe and you choose to follow. Mm. Right? Mm. And so by making a decision to lay down certain things, there are going to be opinions. There are going to be um, ideas about you. When Abraham was marching up that mountain with his son, what would they have said about him, bro? Hmm. What, what did he tell his wife? <laughs> <laughs> but but do you think do you think people because Isaac didn't know what he was going to do? Mm. I don't think anyone else knew. Mm. Do you? eventually got out <laughs> yeah 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 after after of course but i don't th i don't know if people if he would have told people you know i'm going up the mountain to kill my son i hear that but i think so whether or not that was the case with him and that situation others definitely even, uh, yeah i think even even in the worst case let's assume mm. that he didn't and nobody knew mm until after the fact because obviously we see it in scripture so we will now look back at Abraham and we now know that mm. that's what happened right mm. Mm. and so even after the fact like forget the fact that we, we, we've been raised in the scriptures and told you know 
the scriptures from a positive narrative about Abraham and stuff like that. Let's think about this objectively speaking. He would have suffered. The guy that you know mm. and have seen praying and believing for this son mm. has now received this son, has now been living, raising this son, maturing this son. And now you're hearing that he went up the mountain and he's coming back and telling you, yeah, I actually went to go and slaughter the child, but the most high provided. Like, I don't think, I can't, hmm. honestly, I cannot see a massive audience hearing that. Like, and thinking, wow, you are really spiritual. <laughs> or, yeah. or, wow, that is really commendable or something that I want to replicate. But, and, and I guess here's the thing, right? Is that in that time, sacrificing your your kids to gods was a thing. Remember, right? Because God had to tell people, don't sacrifice your kids to idols. Because that's what people were doing. So I think they would have had a slightly different view on it. And I don't know. I don't know if they would have looked at it the way we do. Like, you're actually mad. Like, why would you sacrifice? Like, I think they did that. But then even with that, right? Wouldn't the assumption then be you've given yourself over to idol worship? No, because that's how they that... know. That's how they know religion. And remember, Abraham was the first, really, of his kind, right? Yes, I'm saying those that would have followed the pagan traditions and all of those kind of things. Fair enough. Mm. Like they, they would maybe, maybe bat an eyelid. But I'm saying those that were actually following him. But I, I don't. Many were I, they, I don't know if there were. I, that's what I'm saying. I don't know if there were any others. Who else was there? You think it was just you think it was just Abraham and his household? Well, because we, we don't see anybody else, and it's like when when he encounters kings or whoever, they're like, "Oh, you're God!" Like, "Oh, okay." So then his household, then bro. His household, yeah, his household for sure. But his household is him and his wife and the slaves. But you know, we don't talk about the slaves. <laughs> 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 but but I get what you're saying. Like, I think to two other people it would have looked very strange but i just don't know i don't know the context of the time where like people sacrificing their kids to idols like that was something that god had to tell the people of israel like you don't do that but my thing is if it's only the two of them if it's only his wife his wife will be screwing imagine imagine if you told told your wife you were going to sacrifice princess Exactly. You are not Abraham. <laughs> because like and the reason why I'm even saying that is because forget even the conversation with my wife. Now the conversation with me actually doing that mm. Mm. and coming to terms with before even having any conversation. Like mm. am I convinced to follow through on something like that? Mm. I'm gonna need crazy revelation, like I need to be on the mountain for six months. Hmm. Going up and down the ladder. (laughs) (laughs) Experiencing things that no man on earth has ever experienced. To come anywhere near that. Yeah, it's a headbender, man. But yeah. What are we willing to Hmm. go through? What roads are we willing to travel mm. in order to come to know him mm. in ways that many others don't? Mm. Agreed. Agreed. I think I never, 
I never realized until you said it that that was the time, that was the moment that Abraham labeled God as Jira. That before, that's like, you know, there's the, um, the rule of first mention. And I think that might be, is that the first time in the Bible that that's mentioned? When you say the rule of first mention, what do you mean? So they say that the first time something is mentioned in the Bible is really significant. So it sets a precedent. It shows something about that thing because that is the first time that that is shown or encountered or told or whatever it is. And I, I can't think of anybody calling God Jireh before that. I don't know. I believe it was the first time. And for me, that's that's super interesting because Abraham was super rich. God had always provided for him. Super rich. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that is, that is, I think, the first time. Um, and I think even in you saying that, it becomes a bit of a chicken, egg, chicken and egg hmm. kind of conversation because it's like, is it is it the case that it was because he had this perspective of him as Jaira that he was so wealthy? Do you get what I'm saying? interesting like what what came first i i find it interesting because we never really hear about how abraham got so rich no you don't but but do you know what you do see is when um when abraham is with one of the kings and the kings want they want to give him something he's like i will not take so much as a shoelace from you lest the people say it is you that made me rich. rich yeah. And he knows who made him rich. Yeah. So there's an there's an element of he has an awareness of that. Yeah. For me, it feels like in that moment, this is different. This is different because this is not just like money. He's like, yeah, I guess money. Don't worry about it. But this <laughs> is like, there is nothing I've been able to do to generate a son. I now have a son. And I was going to lose my son, but the Lord provided something that there's no way I could have done it. So then even in that as well, though, do you think that the experience of not being able to produce the son the way that he yes. wanted this son yes. was something that caused him yeah. to... To begin, at least begin to know him in that way. I think it was a different level. Yeah. It was a different level because I feel like, just like with our body, we all have areas that we're stronger in, right? So think about it. It doesn't ever say that Abraham struggled with finances, yeah? But where Abraham did struggle with is one, like his wife, right? He's always lying about his wife. Why? <laughs> she's my sister she's my sister okay your wife's gonna get chopped up anyway he struggled with that but then he also struggled in the area of childbirth and like having a child and all that kind of stuff and it's like the breakthrough in this area was so strong for him because you never hear him having any problems with with finances with property with anything like that but this was like a real a real challenge for him So I think I think it hit different for him what happened with with Isaac because it's so different to 
everything else. Because Abraham had a pretty, pretty good life, right? You know, he had a beautiful wife. You know, he always had land. He always had property. Kings always rated him. They respected him. He had a, he had a pretty good life. But this was the one area that was a real was a real issue for him, a real struggle. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Unity the Whole podcast. For locking in. That's right, locking into the podcast. Um, we hope that the conversation stirs something in you, and that you'd really wrestle with these questions as we are. Let us know your wrestlings. Catch you in the next episode. Peace. Yeah, we switched up the ending too. We did. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.